Hey, at least USC won the game. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Holkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you're going to download your podcast, this show is free. I appreciate your support. You can show your appreciation. If you're watching on YouTube, become a subscriber. It's really easy. Just click that red subscribe button. When you see the thumbs up button, hit it. It means a lot. And I don't want you to miss one episode, including these post-game instant reaction shows. Hit that bell notification button, and you will not miss one episode of Locked On USC. The final score, USC Trojans, 48. Colorado Buffalo, 41. You know, I've always thought that a win should feel like a win and not like a loss. Somehow, this victory on the road kind of feels like Colorado won the day. And make no mistake about it, they won the day. There's no moral victories, but they can go home and hold their head high for good reason. At one point, it was 34 to 14 at halftime. Then it jumped up to a 41 to 14 lead for USC, with just over six minutes to play in the third quarter. And then from that point forward, USC was outscored 27 to seven. And um, let me tell you how close this game actually was, how close USC came to cooking it. Had the had Colorado recovered the onside kick with a little over a minute to go in the game, they would have had a chance not only to tie the game, but the way USC's defense was playing, they would have gone for two, converted, and probably walked off with a win. I I do not understand how you can look as, as good as the team looked in that first half. Even with some mistakes, and then look as bad as they did in the second half. Following the game, this is what Coach Riley said. The team is fired up to get the win. The guys played a really good first half. Best first half we played all year against a good opponent and a tremendous atmosphere. And we give Colorado and their fans, everybody, a lot of credit. Didn't play a very good second half on any of the three sides. Penalties, obviously we had one turnover missed tackles, and did and did the things that you don't do when you're trying to finish out a good opponent on the road. So excited about the good. A lot that we've got to correct. Which, that's college football. That's how it goes. So, plenty to correct. I'm excited. I thought our operation and response on the road and some of what we learned last week showed up. And we did several things on both sides. Much better, but obviously we've got a lot of work to do, to continue to do. If we're going to to continue to get better and win, we're going to do all, we have to get all through all those mistakes. We're going to do on and get ready to get back at home in the Coliseum. Choppy verbatim. I don't know if they got the quote down all the way. I apologize. That's your typical coach speak regardless. You expect to hear those types of comments. You know, we did this good. We did that bad. We need to get better at this. We'll do that at home next week, yada, yada, yada. 
And he, he continued on, and and I'm sure it didn't come out the way Coach Riley intended. Maybe it did. He seemed a little short. Um, however, and I'm not sure who has the, un, I'm using finger quotes, the untrained eye. However, uh, but to say that the same issues from last year are not happening this year at the halfway point of the season, I think that would be a gross mischaracterization. Lincoln Riley was asked about uh, some of the same issues from last season reappearing this year. And again, I'm saying we're at the halfway point. He disagrees. Uh, look, missed tackles, being out of position, attacking the wrong gap, or these, are, these are all defensive things. Uh, these are all the same issues from last from last year, and they are front and center right now. And they have been for mo most of the season, and especially on the road these last two games. You know, you can chalk it up, well, they're playing on the road. No. I don't think playing on the road has anything to do with being fundamentally sound when it comes to tackling. It, it You just, it doesn't. You can't, and you can't say, well, the crowd was into it. Starting safety, Bryson Shaw, um, he placed all the blame on the players. I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. You can see in the rundown, the defense is starting to feel the heat even more. Um, Bryson Shaw, he, he was pretty passionate when he came out to, to meet with the media after the game. And I'll, I'll, again, I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. But first, I want to focus on just a few positives because, again, USC is 5-0. and They did win. Let's not forget that. There should be zero doubt who the best quarterback in the country is. A lot of hype for this game, the showdown between Caleb and Shador Sanders. Shador had a solid game. However, Caleb Williams had a six-touchdown performance game. He was 30 for 41 on the road, 400 yards through the air. He did throw his first interception of the season, and it actually didn't even need to happen. He was under a little bit of pressure. He saw Mario Williams downfield open, but he threw off his back foot and quite get enough into it. Whether or not Mario came back and fought for the ball hard enough, you be the judge. That's what the comment section's for. You tell me. Some people think uh, the ball was too underthrown. Others thought maybe Mario could have helped out a little bit more. Mario actually had a pretty solid game. So if that was the only thing he did bad, you know, again, there were two players open underneath that Caleb could have thrown to. Maybe he didn't see them. Uh, however, Mario did have a nice bounce back game. He was uh, targeted four times. He uh, caught three, three balls, 40 yards, 17 yards, after the after the catch, so good job for him. And he had a touchdown too, so solid game for Mario. You know, you know who else had a solid game, and I've been calling up calling for it for all season. My everyday listeners and viewers, they they can check their receipts. Our guy Jude Wolf, he got his first career touchdown as a USC Trojan. Happy for you, Jude. You know what else happened on special teams? Besides recovering that onside kick, they uh, punked a punt in the first half. Eric Gentry, 
you could tell it was going to happen. They almost got to the first punt of the game. I turned to my partner, Eric McKinney, over there. We are I said, they're going to get one. They got one on the next one. Um, it wasn't all rainbows and gumdrop and, and bright, shiny things for the uh, for special teams, though. I'm glad Dennis Lynch got that scholarship. He deserves it. Got to make that 38-yard field goal on the road. And even though he wasn't responsible for the uh, missed extra point, it was a bad snap, so he never got a chance to kick it. Actually, it was a good snap. It was a uh, muffed snap. How's that? How's that? Anyways, positive. USC is 5-0. and They're coming back home to play Arizona. One more week to work out those bugs and get better before they hit the road again for who will be by far their next toughest opponent. And it's Notre Dame. They got to get this stuff figured out. Bryson Shaw said, we got to get this stuff figured out. Man, are you tired of weakening or thinning hair? Do you want to reach your full hair potential? Leading hair growth supplement, Nutrafol, helps improve your hair growth. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, science-backed ingredients. And their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results, and they do it without compromising your sexual health. Go to Nutrafol.com forward slash men to take their hair wellness quiz. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. And it works. In a clinical study, 84% of the men showed improvement in their hair after six months taking Nutrafol's men, Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com forward slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com forward slash men, spelled in like Nancy, U, T like Tom. R A F like Frank O L dot com slash men and enter promo code locked on college. That's neutrafall.com slash men promo code locked on college. College football season is here. And this season, locked on is kicking up our coverage. Go each Friday, locked on will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every locked on college YouTube channel. Locked on College Football Live will cover the college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find a Locked On College Football Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. At one point during the second half, I sent out a the following tweet. I am one more poor I am one more poor defensive series away in this game from USC's defense before I call for an Alex Grinch tarmac experience. Yeah. I was feeling it. And this is why. 
Colorado has not, before this game against USC, they had not rushed for 75 yards in any game this season. With uh, 13 minutes left in the first half, they already had 83 yards on the ground. By the time the game was over, Colorado had put up 224 yards gained rushing. And they did that on 45 running attempts. Oh, and by the way, USC, that great ground game that they've been showing all year, abandoned. Left it on the sideline for some reason against a team that cannot stop the run or they had it all year up until this game. The Trojans ran the ball 25 times. 25 times. They threw the ball 40 times. So last year, even though Alex Grinch's, you know, even though Alex Grinch's defensive scheme, uh, you know, it left a lot to be desired. There was still a lot of hope that, you know, with the players that they brought in during the offseason through the transfer portal, that improvements would be made. Um, it's those improvements that are showing themselves maybe to the trained eye. Head coach Lincoln Riley's trained eye doesn't believe that the same issues from last year are happening this year, even though we're at the halfway point. Pretty much everybody else I've spoken to, trained or untrained, um, they're seeing the same issues. Quote, this is Lincoln Riley. It's not really the same issue, so I don't agree with it. I feel like even right now, when something doesn't go our way, we're five games in, we're, we're, talking, we're taking a litmus test right now. When something doesn't go our way, it doesn't look like last year. Not to the trained eye, not to coach. We still got plenty to correct. And again, there are two things today that absolutely, when we weren't good, killed us. And that was we didn't do a job of keeping the quarterback in the pocket because really we were suffocating them. I mean, gave them life. That drive right before half gave them life. We were doing everything really well. He, referring to Shador Sanders, gets outside of the pocket, makes a few plays, and then they give a quarterback confidence. There's nothing like being able to throw a seven-yard hitch route, and then a couple of those that went for 30 or 40-plus. One went longer than that, so you've got to own those things. Oh, but no, it doesn't look like last year. There's a lot that's, a, that's improved. And we've got to obviously put it all together. End quote. I, I need someone to explain to these untrained eyes why um, why the same tackling issues are back from last year and why the same communication and, and coverage issues are back from last year. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm just I just disagree wholeheartedly. That these aren't the same issues. At, at a certain point, no amount of coach speak spin is it, going to change the fact that the players, they're not getting the job done. And this, that's not my word. Those aren't my words. Those are Bryce and Shaw's words. Because again, it's, it's not the same players from last year. There's a lot of new players this year that are making the same mistakes. 
So is it the Jimmys and the Joes, or is it Alex Grinch's X's and O's? It's both. Because, you know, here's my, my coach speak, my cliche. You win as a team, you lose as a team. But this is what you're starting. This is what starting safety Bryson Shaw said. And he said, she said it very eloquently and with a lot of passion uh, when, he, when he spoke with the media after the game. Quote, Coach Grinch is doing a great job. As players, we're letting him down. He's putting us in the right spots and we're not making plays. We're missing tackles. I'm not doing my job. We're letting him down, end quote. And he... He repeated that a couple more times. Um, but he was very emphatic that the players are not doing what they're coached up to do. I get it. Players are going to stick up for their coaches. Coaches are going to stick up for their players. That's what you're supposed to do. What happens in the locker room, we're not privy to. Outside those locker room doors, you go the company line. So again, I love Bryson's passion, and I love his accountability. As a, as a former high school basketball coach, you like when people are accountable. Coach Riley was accountable during the press conferences. We got to do a better job coaching. Players, they're trying to you know convey the same message. But again, the the question remains: Why are the players making the same mistakes as last season? At a certain point, when the players change, but the scheme doesn't, you have to find the common denominator. Uh, one more thing about Bryson and his accountability. Again, to step out there and know that you had a you did you had a game that you could have played better, and Bryson said he had a poor performance. Um, I have to ask, why is a player coming out to take the heat from the media? Why does Alex, why does the defensive coordinator, why does Alex Grinch get to wait until Tuesday uh, when he'll meet with the media to, to kind of figure things out and they offer up his answers rather than doing it right there on the spot, you know, less than an hour after the game ends? It's, this is the way Lincoln Riley runs his ship. After the game, you get to he he's the only coach that speaks with the media, and then selected players come out. Today, after the game, it was Caleb Williams, Mason Cobb, and Bryson Shaw, Christian Roland Wallace, Taj Washington, and Brendan Rice. Just putting it out there, not saying it's the wrong thing, but I think there would be there are times when a defensive coach, if not the defensive coordinator, to come out, talk with the media after a game, especially these types of games. But again, who am I? Just something I would consider uh, appropriate. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, and exhaust kits, LED he headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. 
With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com forward slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, I'm going to make this last segment real short so I can get out of here. I got a lot of other stuff to do. And I'll be back again on Monday with my Locked On USC breaking down the win against Colorado episode. It'll be a little bit more in-depth by position group. You know the routine. This is uh, what Sullivan Bird said after the game. Winning games are hard. There will always be something to fix, but we all we have to appreciate the wins and get better along the way. Absolutely. The wins are always going to be appreciated. However, everyone would love to see the getting better along the way part and really soon. Understand, road, get the win, get out, go home, get better, perform in your next game. Not seeing it right now. And USC, and we've got to be real honest here. USC's roster is significantly better than Colorado's roster. So there is absolutely zero doubt that this team is getting better and it's improved from last season. I I think if last year USC played this year USC, 2023 USC beats 2022. The defense... As much as we're throwing shade, it is better this year. They're just not creating the turnovers. They're getting a lot of three and outs. And this is a uh, this is another big however. The same areas that we wanted to see improve on from week to week, that's not happening right now. Now, with that said, Sometimes there's there's some underlying issues that could be playing a role going from week to week. Last week, the offensive line didn't have a particularly good game. This game, they had a solid first half and a, I don't know what you want to call it, the second half. They could not run block. Whenever they were going to the right side, they couldn't run block. They seemed to be able to run better going to the left. Um, Caleb Williams, he was sacked a couple times in this game. However, let me kind of throw this out there. What if one of the starting offensive linemen uh, the day before and the night before, and actually the day of the game against Colorado was dealing with a stomach flu and was throwing up the day before and the day of the game? That was happening. Per a really good source, uh, Justin Dedick. He had two IVs on Friday and another two on Saturday. And I'm pretty sure he played the entire game. Didn't miss a snap. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves that, you know, these are real people, college-aged, young men. Sometimes they get sick. 
These aren't robots. We don't hear about these things until after the game. But was he the only reason the offensive line didn't play up to their potential? Of course not. Credit Colorado. But I don't think Colorado's defense did anything different than what USC anticipated. I just, I don't know. The fact that USC wasn't able to run the ball, that's very concerning against a team that could not stop anybody from running the ball all season long. I don't know how physical this team is. And they better get that tackling uh, issue fixed really fast. Otherwise, games that are coming up, going to have a lot of shootouts, a lot of close games, and probably a loss mixed in there too. So on the positive, USC 48, Colorado 48, 41. USC is 5-0. They're coming home. They'll play Arizona. I'll be back with another episode of Locked on USC Monday. Be there. Don't miss it. It'll be the first thing you're going to listen to. Before then, head on over to wersc.com. We've got that subscription special, and we're going to have a lot of written content. I'll have a few things up myself. So until then, everyone, you know what to do.